for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. Hey, have you ever been in a situation where uh, you committed some type of crime and you went before the judge and he gave you a break and then you repeated the crime and you went before the judge again and he gave you another break, but he said, the next time I'm not going to be so nice if you do this again and you do it again and you go before the same judge and this time he doesn't show you mercy, but he adjudicates and brings a judgment against you in the matter. Wow. So what, like we're going to look at the passage as we look at it, we're going to see that there comes a point when God's mercy reaches his end and then judgment begins. Let's take a look at the passage. Exodus chapter 11 verses 1 through 10 Now the Lord had said to Moses, I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. After that, he will let you go from here, and when he does, he will drive you out completely. Tell the people that men and women alike are to ask their neighbors for articles of silver and gold. The Lord made the Egyptians favorably disposed toward the people, and Moses himself was highly regarded in Egypt by Pharaoh's officials and by the people. So Moses said, This is what the Lord says, About midnight I will go throughout Egypt. Every firstborn son in Egypt will die, from the firstborn son of Pharaoh who sits on the throne to the firstborn son of the female slave who is at her handmill, and all the firstborn of the cattle as well. There will be loud wailing throughout Egypt, worse than there has ever been or ever will be again. But among the Israelites, not a dog will bark at any person or animal. Then you will know that the Lord makes a distinction between Egypt and Israel. All these officials of yours will come to me, bowing down before me and saying, Go, you and all the people who follow you. After that, I will leave. Then Moses, hot with anger, left Pharaoh. The Lord had said to Moses, Pharaoh will refuse to listen to you so that my wonders may be multiplied in Egypt. Moses and Aaron performed all these wonders before Pharaoh, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let the Israelites go out of his country. Welcome back to Living Life. As I mentioned earlier, uh, there comes a point where God's mercy ends, but his judgment begins. Now, this doesn't mean that God's love does end. God's love is unconditional, but God is also a God of justice who does not leave the guilty unpunished, and he must be a God of justice. He must mete out justice to be a righteous and a, and a holy God. But at the same time, uh, his mercy uh, will balance that, but there comes a point where God's judgment must be had. 
in mercy uh, will be put aside in place of judgment. Well, when we look at the passage here today, uh, God gave Pharaoh 10 different warnings. I like to say warnings. Each of the plagues were warnings. And now we're at the 10th plague and the last plague. But another way to, I like to say in terms of warnings is mercy. God was showing mercy each and every time. The intensity of each plague grew each, each and every time. But the 10th plague is the plague that actually caused Pharaoh to cause, to tell, and to allow the Israelites to leave and to go worship God as he had declared Moses to tell Pharaoh to do. Finally, this 10th plague, the, what we would call the death of the firstborn, uh, caused this to happen. But there's another point I wanted, I wanted to make here. Um, Pharaoh repeatedly rejected um, God's overtures of mercy, God's overtures of, of grace to him. He repeatedly rejected it. And he didn't just repeatedly reject it. He actually saw that those that he trusted in, those gods that he trusted in were impotent. They were anemic in that God, the God of the Israelites, the God of Moses was the true and the living God. Even seeing all the powerful and amazing things God did, did not convince him. He still was hardened until this final plague. Even though, even more, uh, when we see this plague of the death of the firstborn, uh, and can you imagine someone telling, after seeing all of these wonders, all of this power displayed by God, Moses says, this final plague will involve the death of your firstborn, every firstborn of Egypt, every man uh, in Egypt, but not only the man and woman, but also the animals as well. Everything in Egypt, but not so, not so in Israel, among the Israelites in the land of Goshen. And he still, his heart was still hardened until he actually saw it come to pass when the death angel uh, did pass, pass through the land of Egypt and all the firstborn of Egypt, men and animals, died. Judgment was upon Pharaoh. But it's not like that God did not give him mercy. God did not make overtures of mercy to him. It's the same thing with us. God makes overtures of mercy to us uh, so that we will not have to face judgment. But we also repeat, repeatedly, uh, have also repeatedly rejected God's overtures of mercy and grace. But again, there comes a time when God's mercy will end, but his judgment will begin. God is patient, not, not wanting anybody to perish, but that all would come to repentance. And so we must be vigilant. We must be urgent. We must be intentional about declaring the word of God to others because we know that tomorrow is not promised. We don't know um, the day of our death. We are but a mist. We are but a vapor. Here today, gone tomorrow. 
And we must be intentional. We must be intentional with our family members. We must be intentional with our friends. We must be intentional with those people that God places in front of us, those who are repeatedly uh, and over and over again rejecting the word of God, rejecting the gospel, which is the only thing that will save. Pharaoh rejected um, God's overtures in the 10 plagues. God did not have to go through each of these plagues of Pharaoh. Again, he could have wiped Pharaoh out very quickly, but he gave Pharaoh an opportunity to repent and to heed the word of God. Those of you who are out there today who believe, well, I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, my mom, my dad were Christian. And my, my grandfather or grandmother were Christian. So because I grew up in a Christian family, I should be secure and I should be fine. But here's what I want to tell you today. God has no grandchildren. He only has children. Read John 1, 12. To as many as received him, um, to as many as believed upon his name, to them he gave the right to be called the children of God. God only has children. If you've grown up in a Christian family, you must still ask yourself, examine your life and say, am I in the faith and do I know Jesus Christ? Today, do not be like Pharaoh and reject his overtures of mercy because there's only judgment awaiting those who will not receive the mercy and the grace of God. Yeah, the Bible says when you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Today, through this broadcast, I appeal to you today, examine yourself. Be absolutely, positively sure that you are in Christ Jesus. And if you are not absolutely, positively sure, today is the day to get on your knees and go before him and repent and ask him for forgiveness so that today will be your day of salvation. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for this time, this opportunity to be in your presence. We thank you for your great salvation. We thank you, O oh God, for there is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved, the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for those who are listening, Father. I pray for those, oh God, who are not absolutely, positively sure about their salvation. I pray, Father, through your Holy Spirit that you might convict and you might convince them that Jesus Christ is the only way. He is the only hope. He is the only life. He is our life. Father, I pray right now, for many conversions, I pray all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. For a single soul, the Lord is stepping in closer. See Jesus.